So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast Episode 119 for Sunday, September 10th 2017 i totally didn't mess that one up hey uh you, know, you were you were so concerned about getting the right podcast number you totally blew off the date man <laughs> i did i did oh well i'm not i'm not redoing the take so we have with us of course you just heard him connor the cyberpunk monk besh uh no i'm aroa and andrew aroa mcfain uh, i'm connor i like uh cyberpunk stuff and butts i don't talk like that and I also uh, am not a button. Uh, Shadowrun. Uh. There you go. Now you got it right. <laughs> so, and of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reitenspruth. So, uh, Rara, what games have you been playing this week? Uh, so, I got my controller, my, my big controller set up for Elite Dangerous last night. I saw that. I saw your uh, Snapchat to me. Yeah. Did you see what went wrong? <laughs> yes, it was just floating to the left. I can't stop turning left for some reason. Um, uh, that's weird. It's something, it's something with the calibration on the uh, left joystick. Uh, I think it, it, it for some reason, is constantly stuck at 35% uh, to the left. Can, so, can you kill the dead zone? Like, can you make a dead zone so that... I, I could do dead zone, but the problem is um, if I wrote, if I turn the controller to the right it hits the limit of right turning at like halfway there. Oh, so okay. I, I, I'm going to have to edit. There's a config file for the driver that um, I can modify. And I, I found a fucking source forge page. That's like a clone of a clone of a clone of the driver that actually has instructions on how to edit this fucking fig file. So, so I'm going to be messing with that. I, I told you I bought a new joystick. So I had actually a joystick. Uh, I, I had my SciTech and I got rid of it. And I had another joystick that I was like, I'll just use this one. Uh, first off, it's Mad Cats. And Mad Cats. Why did you, you sold your SciTech. I did. To use a Mad Cats. No, well, well here, let, me, let me go on. I was like, because the, the SciTech takes up too much room on my desk. Okay, I've told we've been through this, Aroa. Anyway, it didn't work because it was just constantly as you were just going to the left. But it wasn't rolling; it was uh just like go going uh like the horizontal turn. I don't know. I don't remember what that's called. I think it's yaw. Yeah, yeah, yaw. Anyway, so I, it took me a while to find the driver because it would be like, oh, go to this place. But Mad Cats is dead, so the Mad Cats download page is not existent anymore. <laughs> so it took me a while to find like somebody else had had uploaded it. So I found it, uh, and then it just started messing up. So I had to buy another one, uh, but a different. I bought a Logitech uh, flight stick that has nothing to do with Mad Cats, even though they own the Mad Cats flight stick brand now. So if you buy a SciTech. X52, you're buying it from Logitech now and not Mad Cats. Anyway, so I had a similar problem, and it was because the joystick was messed up. It wasn't, uh, 
it wasn't anything to do with the drivers or anything. So, uh, what I'm trying to say is, you might be fucked, and your joystick might be messed up, so you should just give it to me. No, I'm just gonna mod the driver. Ah, uh, fine. Whatever. Connor! Wait, oh, wait no, no, no. A row's not done. A row's not done. Yeah, I'm not done, because I also finished Shadow of Mordor. Hooray! Whoa. I was supremely disappointed. Okay, so yeah. uh, I want to let's go into talking about that just a little bit. I actually work with somebody who worked on Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Huh? So I was mentioning the fact that, like this person, this this enemy kept coming back like five or six times. They just kept coming back, and I had to kill him over and over and over again. And he said that wasn't a bug. Yeah, it's not. And um, they actually did it in such a way that, like, when you would chop off their head, there's, like, a 50% chance that when they come back, they, or that if they come back, um, they'll have, like, it sewed back on. Like, you can look and see, like, that that their head's kind of sewed on, and they called it, like, bag head. Huh. Yeah, so... Uh, pretty cool. I don't know if that little uh, feature is going to be in Shadow of War. I was, I kind of was, I thought it was a bug, but they apparently addressed it in some blog post, like really obscure blog post. So anyway, how was it? You were disappointed. Um, yeah. So like I, I branded all the captains, which are not ca- warlords, which right. actually just ended up being like, I branded two of them, and then the others, I just, they accidentally got killed in the process of me trying to brand them, but it's okay because I had all their bodyguards branded already. Uh, so, yeah, but went through all that, and then, okay, here we go, we're gonna assault this this thing, here we go, we do that, and now the game's over. Alright, you know what? how you can experience more of the game content? I gotta, I, I gotta play the Bright Lord DLC. Yeah, you gotta play DLC, man. Buy, buy and DLC. I'm gonna. I, I will say. Well, I own the Game of the Year thing or whatever. But I, I did start the Bright Lord DLC, and it looks like they kind of looked at the potential behind the last few hours of the game and went, "Wow, we could probably do some cool shit with this." Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward. To that because I think that that's going to be what I wanted the game to be in the first place, right? Uh, For what it's worth, Bright Lord DLC is where it's at. the uh, The Huntsman one is okay, and then the the Lady Trials is okay. If I didn't get them for free, I probably would have ended up not getting them. Yeah, but if you were disappointed with the cutscene of an ending of the core game, the Bright Lord yeah. DLC does make up for it a little bit. Okay, because yeah, that was the other thing is that the ending is just laughable. Like, it's like, like a Bethesda game, you know. It's a cutscene. Yeah, it was fucking like I was like, okay, here's a boss where it's a stealth thing, but the stealth mechanics in this game are a joke. So hopefully, the actual boss is going to be fun. No, it's not. It's not at all. And I wanted to say, why is it that Dying Light? Uh, got shit on so much for its final boss being the exact same thing. Like, seriously, the exact same thing. 
but I, I don't remember anybody really complaining about Shadow of Mordor having a garbage ending. I did. Well, Dying Light was a, a first-person game, so it was a little more easy to pick up by the typical gamer. Uh, specifically, the gamer who plays first-person shooters, probably a little younger, probably a little you know, not as serious in their ability to think or be eight years old. It's just too hard for them. Uh, whereas Shadow of Mordor is a Lord of the Rings game. And you know what we do to people who complain about Lord of the Rings online? But what? Uh, we... Uh, we, we, we pick them up, and we kick them out. Put them somewhere else. Oh. So you're going to do something like go online and complain about Lord of the Rings, something I definitely have never done before. Uh, you're just not allowed to go on the internet anymore. I, I, first. I don't like Lord of the Rings online. I've never played Lord of the Rings online. It's not very I, good. When, it's when I said I, I meant like on the internet. Lord of the Rings being talked about on the internet, not the video game Lord of the Rings online. Right, right. How you could be confused, though. Yeah, the way that you said it was, uh, it sounded like complaining about Lord of the Rings Online. Anyway, have you played any other games, Aurora? Uh, Dragon Dragon Rapa or whatever, whatever it's called. Oh yeah, I did did play some Danganronpa for like two hours. Did you? I uh, I recorded it. Yeah. Oh good. Um. Oh my god! Like, I'm maybe four hours into the game and the game has already made me like the game made me go oh no oh no like completely unironically like it sounded like i was in the video it totally sounds like i'm trying to be one of those youtubers but like i was legit going like no because one of the characters that i that i like i was starting to get emotionally invested in is dead like out of nowhere and I'm really disappointed and I'm also really confused because like I I have no idea who would have killed her right or how see that's kind of like uh the walking dead the or any of the telltale games really there's like you can save someone and then they just end up dying again later and that's that's the other thing is like I don't know if I could have saved her. And then there's another character who died really shortly after that for completely unrelated reasons. And like, I, I am so sure that she shows up in like either the spinoff game or Danganronpa two. So I don't, I, I don't know what I could have possibly done differently to make it to where she didn't die, but, or maybe something crazy fucking happens later in the story. Or something like that, but like, well, I'm it, really it, confused, but also really fucking interested. Have you now. ever played? Have you ever played the Walking Dead games? Uh, I watched somebody play a lot of the the first one. Okay, spoiler warnings. If anyone, I'm not. I'm gonna try not to name names, but there's a character in the first game who it totally looks like they die, and you're like, oh, they're totally dead. That sucks, and then you walk away and leave. And then in the second game, they show up. And it's like, what the fuck? We thought you died. He's like, nah, I, I, I'm good. This person got stabbed through the chest with like eight spears. Uh, Yeah, that's what happened to the those enemies in Shadow of Mordor, and they still live. Those are Uruks, not teenage girls. Whatever. Teenage girls are <laughs> just as evil, I think. 
So maybe maybe it's the evilness that brings them back. Anyway, uh, Connor, we're going to move on and talk about you. I don't remember if I brought this up last week or not, but I picked up my very first uh, Disgaea game. Uh, yeah, I think you did. Time, I was a long-time lover of tactics game. This has just been fantastic. The, the fuck was that, Aroa? I think it was a belch. <sighs> Go on. Uh, so that's been good. I don't know. I, uh, I don't understand all of the mechanics of the game too well just yet. Like, I guess apparently the way to go, according to my coworker, is to have monsters in your party, turn them into weapons, and then rock some face with said monster weapons. So I'm kind of kind of uh, leveling up some monster characters so I can experiment with that some more. Other than that, usual, same stuff I say every week. Rocksmith, Titanfall 2, StarCraft 2. Cool. New I... video games are hard to come across. Yeah. I played, uh, what did I play? Some more Chrono Trigger. Mom, uh, I just watched Chrono die. I know it's spoilers, but the game's over 20 years old. Get over it. So, uh, yeah, I watched Chrono die. I have to go apparently find him now or something. I don't know. And then I played some Destiny, Destiny 2. And, uh, yeah, I bought that Friday night because. I have a bunch of coworkers who are like, man, you should get the game, play with us. And I'm like, oh, right. So I got it for PlayStation if anyone wants to play Destiny 2 on PlayStation. Of ah. course you got it on PlayStation. Why? Why do you say I, of course? I would have I, I considered getting it if you had gotten it on PC. Well, that's the problem. Like, I, it, It's not out on PC yet. And yeah. and uh, I wanted to get on PC, but the problem is no one I know wants to get on PC besides, like, you. Well, it, like, I have the original on, on PS4. Right. And I can't play the multiplayer because I can't play shooters with a controller anymore. It is, it is uh, I want to say that Destiny 2, I am having a lot more fun in Destiny 2 than I, what I did in Destiny 1. Well, so, uh, it's just, it's way better. And, uh, I haven't done a lot of the multiplayer because, uh, I don't hate myself that much, really. And I'm really not very good. I, the only, it, I do want to say I'm actually better than I thought I would be because it's essentially Halo. That's, that's all the game is. It's like, uh, uh, polished up version of halo that's like kind of open world a little bit so that makes it a little bit easier to play anyway uh those are the only games i played this week so let's move on and talk about some stories this is one that uh aroa might be interested in which i'm actually kind of surprised youtube is improving stream performance and simplifies chat. Don't care about that. But apparently, it's in it's improving the stream performance, as in reducing the delay by quite a bit. So, uh, of course, there's Mixer, which has less than a second of delay, and then there's Twitch, which has uh, I don't know forty five minutes of delay. And oh, in the it's not that bad <laughs> anymore. It's like fifteen. That's still ah, oh, it's still bad, it's man. Still bad. And so YouTube now is having their own uh, live streaming thing 
and they're improving it to make it it's still not great but in this little slide they show here it says it's 1.45 seconds which is definitely a lot better than the 15 to 20 seconds you get on twitch but still yeah, not I, as good I as mixer 1.45 seconds i think is is good enough yeah uh, it's not great you it's going to be harder to play games like a Jackbox Party Pack or something like that. Uh, it, like a second, though, a second is fine. Yeah, well, I, I think. this is showing like two seconds. So even then, even yeah. a second or even two seconds, like I, I would probably put the cutoff at three or four, depending on the game. Yeah. Um, but like one one and a half seconds to two seconds, I think is is perfectly doable for what I think that that live streaming really is is best for and that's the engagement. Yeah, and that's you and can, that's that's what I like is being able to engage with people. So Yeah, you, you can't feasibly like I I don't understand how streamers go or do so well on Twitch whenever engagement is essentially like just sitting there waiting for an interesting comment to show up like a yeah. little while after it's actually submitted uh, responding to it and uh, like i don't know it just seems really awkward and not i don't know why people feel engaged in that whole deal i don't I, I i honestly don't think they care i think that uh a lot of times they just want to sit there and watch it mindlessly so i mean i see a lot or, of people at work they, do it or they talk to each other in the chat rather than the actual person playing yeah, yeah. So it and says then the, the streamer just relies on donations for stuff that they actually respond to. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Um, well, and and you know that's one thing that you can do as a uh, as a live streamer. And I don't, I don't know if I, I I like this approach, but it is something that I would imagine people do. Is that they probably have it so that people who subscribe to them. And yeah, you know, pay pay a monthly fee or whatnot just to to view their content has like top priority messages, and so those are the ones that pop forward and they can respond to. Yeah, which I I get it. Like if you have three hundred people in your room at one point at one time and they're just all talking, it's gonna be hard to to like single out comments and actually talk to them. So there has to be a way that you can single out those comments. What I would prefer to do, if I had a lot of uh, viewers, which I don't, is I would probably try to have somebody in there with me at all times that could kind of watch the chat and then bring comments to me that they find interesting. Yeah, and that that is a, a thing that bigger streamers have is they, they can have somebody that moderators or whatever that sit in the chat and bring up relevant things. Exactly. So let me read through this article. It's from Engadget. It says, YouTube announced a handful of new features available for its new live stream function. Uh, I'm sorry, not new. It's live stream function. The changes, including reduced latency and simpler chat moderation, are aimed at making YouTube Live a more functional and efficient feature for users. First up, streamers now have the option to enable ultra-low latency, which will bring down streaming video latency to just a couple of seconds. That will make uh, functions like answering questions during a live stream easier and more timely. YouTube has made moderating chats easier and more efficient. You can now pause a chat feed by pressing the alt uh, button and then hover over messages 
to take them out or approve them. Streamers can also opt into uh, into a feature that will hold possibly inappropriate messages for review. The system, which can learn users' preferences with greater use, will help identify messages from posting before users can decide whether they approve them, hide them, or report them. YouTube is also introducing hidden users lists that can be shared between moderators and across both comments and live chat, as well as the ability to stream directly to the main YouTube app uh, with your iPhone or iPad from any app that supports Apple's Replay Kit. All the new features are launching today, and by today I mean the 5th of September. So they've been on for five days now. So I don't stream to YouTube very much. I have a YouTube, but I don't really stream to it. Do you stream to it, Aurora? Not anymore. Are you going to now that it has lower delay? Are you going to no. give it a shot? Why not? No, because here's, here's the reason that I stopped streaming to YouTube is that you stream to YouTube and you get a copyright claim. <laughs> oh, right. That's just fucking how it goes. So why would I want to give or put more effort and and give more fucking money to a platform that obviously doesn't give a shit about me? Can you can you do it so that it doesn't upload the stream immediately to your video list? You might be able to, but why would I want to do that? I mean, I I I would I would do that, so that way I wouldn't get the copyright claims. Also, since you can use uh, Exozone Rebeam, they actually changed the name of it. It's now a uh, StreamX. Oh, yeah. and it is uh, actually really cool now. Like it, it, they've changed the layout quite a bit, and uh, they made it a little bit better. To and you can um, put in your your like Twitch stream key and your YouTube stream key, and then once you start streaming on mixer it doesn't instantly start streaming to those you can just press start on the uh so you can either choose like okay i want to stream on twitch now i want to stream on youtube now so it doesn't automatically start doing it which are pretty cool so uh i'm a huge proponent of this and i think it's great and i'm probably gonna start out doing youtube with it just to just to check it out basically do you uh are you gonna start streaming again, Connor? Doing some coding? Maybe someday. I am kind of uh, uh still pretty mad at Microsoft right now. Their newest version of Visual Studios is terrible for working for anything SQL based. Uh yeah. Uh, and there there goes most of our casual viewers who are like, What the hell are they talking about, nerds? Twenty seven. So actually so, people at work have been complaining about that a lot. Yeah, it's, it's it's so it doesn't need to be that bad, and it used to not be that bad. And I don't know what somebody was thinking when they're like, "We're gonna do it," whatever. I just need to find a good document that I can read through to really, you know, get the lay of the new land. But until then, it just it frustrates me whenever I open up my IDE. Okay, so one thing I just noticed: I actually went to the YouTube uh, gaming page and am ignoring Connor. Sorry, uh, that's fine. You sound like my parents. <laughs> So, well, I just wanted to uh, to touch on what we were just talking about. It says ultra low latency, and it says for best best for real time interaction. It does not support DVR, closed captions, fourteen forty p, and four K resolutions. Huh. So, I mean, kind of makes sense. 
but I, I don't just know thought why that it gets rid of the DVR functionality. That's kind of weird, but yeah. Okay. One of the things I do like about the YouTube one is that if you are a if you are monetized with YouTube, you can be monetized with YouTube Gaming. So you can actually make money off of of YouTube Gaming even if you don't have very many followers. Well, you could. Um, if Theoretically, YouTube let you would let you make money off of anything at all. That's true. They don't they don't let you make money out of anything anymore. But I think I'll I'll start streaming to uh, YouTube again just to just to test it out. And considering uh, Streamax makes it really easy to stream over there, it's gonna be gonna be hopefully pretty good, pretty good. Anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, Connor, uh, let's, let's talk about that. So you're not going to use 2017. Can you like go back to 2015? That's kind of what I've done right now. Uh, Microsoft has this weird thing where when you build, uh, build applications and older IDEs and try to go back to the other ones, it's like this project needs to be refactored. And it, it's kind of a pain in the ass if you got spaghetti code. Yeah. We, I have no idea how that works. Um, let's talk about Bumbo. You guys, uh-huh. you guys know who Bumbo is? No. I do. Bumbo is a character from Binding of Isaac. And oh. apparently they're releasing a Binding of Isaac prequel in 2017 called The Legend of Bumbo. Do you want to talk about this, Connor? You know a lot about Bumbo, right? Uh, I know as much as anybody else does, and that is that there's not much to know about it right now. Yeah. Uh, I think what they said, it was going to be a turn-based strategy puzzle game. Uh, from what I saw in the, the teaser that they had up, it looks very much in the same kind of art style, a little more cardboard cutout instead of, uh, I, I don't know how you would describe the original Binding of Isaac, flashy. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so it's built on flash, yes. So flashy makes sense. Yes. It uh, it, the the music is the same as Binding of Isaac, uh, and the the trailer, the the post, the website that will surely be linked in the podcast notes. Uh, it said that it works as a prequel to Binding of Isaac, and as someone who about a month ago became a huge Binding of Isaac fan, I'm excited for it. In the week, and they also week. said it was. Yeah, it was it last week. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm also excited because they said it was going to probably come to Switch. I've fallen in love with my Switch. It's actually a really good console. I have not played it very much. I actually have uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth for the Nintendo Switch. I just haven't played it yet on there. So, uh, how is it on the uh, on the Switch? Pretty damn good. I it's again. I play my Switch mostly on the train, and Binding of Isaac is one of those games you could just kind of pick up and play until. You inevitably die and get more sad. Perfect for that. I, I like it when you get sad. My tears become weapons then. Your tears become weapons? Yes. Good, good. So, uh, how far... Have you completed it? Like, actually beaten it? Or... I've beaten... I, I, I mean, I haven't beaten everything yet, but I've beaten Mother and gotten the, the treasure chest a couple of times. Yeah, the endings always make me laugh. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes, the depressing endings make you laugh. Okay, good. Like when he locks himself into a into like his own chest and then dies. Yeah, that's good. I like the one where he gets uh, he he finds rope in there and he's all happy to see it. 
and then it cuts to black and it comes back and he's hanging there and i was like that that was one of the times where i was just like oh my god yeah this is not a this is game not a game for kids not not at all anyway it's like with the way i describe it is it's zelda one if zelda one had a problem with christianity (laughs) uh it kind of does but that's they just take it out they don't talk about it they don't they don't talk about anything like that they're like uh let's let's avoid that just like they would do in every game that had any religious stuff in uh the nes era they'd be like oh oh you have crosses in this we're gonna take it out except for castlevania Uh, for some reason Zelda 1 had a cross in the shield. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. I was thinking like Final Fantasy. So, like they changed all the churches to be like secular churches. Like they're like, "Oh, it's not it's not a it's not a church. This is a hospital. That's what it is." Of course, so. you talk to the cleric and you get yourself a heal potion. Exactly. So, let's talk about mouse and keyboard support. We were just talking about this Aroa. You can't play. You can't play shooters with a controller anymore. Oh yeah. So you can play. Uh, you can play mouse and keyboard with wind or with Xbox eventually. So that's cool. But I. And I, I still am not gonna play my Xbox. So. Well, and see, here's the problem. I'm like ninety five percent sure that. There, there's going to be very limited amount of games that allow you to use mouse and keyboard on on the games. There's going to be like yeah. four. And what most likely is going to happen is that it's just going to be enabled for like the operating system. So if you're like searching Pornhub on your Xbox, you can use mouse and keyboard for that. Yeah, which I don't know why you do that because Edge is just a bad browser it really is it's it's better than internet explorer but not by much but that and let's that's another discussion to have so if so you're still not going to play your xbox even if it had mouse and keyboard support for say destiny or halo i have a pc right but you don't have halo on pc uh no but I can get Destiny on PC in two months, yeah. Which, obvi- I'm, Which I'm I'm not gonna get it anyway. Why not? Because if I'm not gonna have friends to play it with, then why would I bother? Why don't you have friends? Because uh, I think the the only other person that I know of that bought Destiny One uh, isn't going to get Destiny Two because of the shitty state that destiny one was in when it released uh yeah and the fact that it didn't like it got better but it not substantially better yeah i heard the taking king made it really good but again i never tried it, it made it better but not like- anyway but i still think it's cool i think that more uh i mean because all consoles playstation 4 and Xbox One, not so much the the Switch. The Switch is basically a tablet. <laughs> but, yeah, it's basically a shield, ain't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the Xbox and PlayStation Four are essentially computers. So the idea that they don't even have mouse and keyboard support for the operating system makes zero sense to me. But 
Oh, well, well. especially since the PS3 had mouse and keyboard support from the start. Didn't the Xbox 360 at some point have mouse? They had keyboard support. I know that. It, it had keyboard support, but because you use them. Uh, I played Final Fantasy. At one point, my my computer died, and so I bought Final Fantasy 11 for the Xbox 360 and played it with a keyboard. Hmm. Yeah, Final Fantasy was weird. But you could, you never really used a mouse for it anyway, so using a keyboard for it would work great. So, oh well, let's move on. Let's talk about more Microsoft stuff. Who here opposes re- repealing DACA? Yeah, totally. I think it was uh, the right move to take that off. I think uh, screw people who are suffering or struggling. They didn't want to struggle. Should have been white. Connor is muted now. That's good. Good, good. <laughs> now, so so DACA, obviously, if anybody hasn't heard and they're living under a rock, uh, I, I don't know what it stands for. I can't remember. But basically, people who are uh, under DACA are people who are brought into the country illegally, but they were, you know, brought here as minors. So... Uh, they apply for DACA, which gives them the ability to get like a work permit, a social security number, go to school, get a job, stuff like that. And what it basically says is that even though they're living here illegally, as long as they do the right things, don't get in trouble, then they can stay here and, you know, pursue, do, do what America, I guess, is supposed to be founded on is, you know, the pursuit of happiness, trying to make something of yourself. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump's a douche nozzle and is considering repealing DACA or has said he's going to repeal DACA with a six month uh, delay. And so all these people who had turned themselves in saying, hey, I'm technically an illegal citizen, uh, they may be deported, which sucks. Oh, and it's going to cost the country like billions of dollars in tax revenue because these people are getting kicked out who have legal jobs. Whatever. Microsoft, what I'm trying to get in is that Microsoft has, uh, I guess, according to this, 250 employees, which is a very small number because Microsoft has thousands upon thousands of employees. Uh, They're saying that they they will fight to keep these people in the United States and have offered to pay the legal fines for anybody uh who is any one of those 250 people that may be deported uh what do you guys think about this am i still muted no no, you were never muted i was joking ah good that was funny um i think that's maybe not necessarily deporting people who already have jobs and destroying the entire working infrastructure of our economy is probably the best option. But, you know, I'm not a professional by any means. What about you, Abrara? Uh I mean, I know multiple people who are only where they're at in the country because of the uh, the privilege that DACA has given them. Which is good, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's insane to me that somebody somebody who proclaims to give a shit about the economy can go, well, let's just get rid of 
several thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, because fuck them. Yeah, like uh, like seven hundred and forty thousand of them have jobs or something yeah. or are in college. Like and it's, like it, they they fucking they work they pay taxes mm-hmm. like they do everything that any other citizen does except they don't have rights to things like social security like they pay they can pay social security taxes they can't get social security yeah they you can't know what? get medicare medicaid they can't get any government aid for college they pay for that shit out of pocket and yet somehow they're the ones that are that are damaging the economy yeah like i was reading comments on like uh bernie sanders twitter like it's i love bernie sanders and he only tweets positive things but the people in his comment section i i never understand why they would just they obviously follow bernie sanders just to shit on him but he said something to the effect of you know uh donald trump's a fucktard and these people were like, well, you know what? These I'm tired of these illegal citizens being in the United States, not paying tax. I'm like, what the fuck? They are paying taxes. That's why they have yeah. a work form- permit. They are paying taxes. It's not like they're unskilled labor. Like, a lot of them are going to college. A lot of them have joined the military. <laughs> like, these aren't, these aren't like the, the Mexicans sneaking over the border in the middle of the night and coming and and applying at Microsoft and taking your job. Like, what? That never happens. These people have lived here for a decade or more and are trying to make the, make lives for themselves. And they're trying to get, to, and they're trying to deport them. Makes zero sense to me. And I think Microsoft has taken the right stand in saying that they will pay all the legal fees for these people to keep them in the United States. I mean, yeah. What what are we gonna say? No, I was I was screwing with you. Oh, okay, good. And um, what I think should happen, I mean, is that instead of saying, "Hey, we're gonna deport all of you," we should just say, "Hey, you've been here for over a decade. You paid into taxes. You're essentially American citizens. We're just gonna make it legal." They should just make anyone and, and even say. Like put okay, if you have a criminal record, you're not going to be a citizen. If you have, um, if you don't have a job or are not in college or the military, then um, we're not going to make you a citizen. But anybody under the DACA program who is under the age of 18 or is in college in, uh, in the military or has a job will now become an American citizen. Like they should, ju- that's all they should do. Um. But no, they're they're wanting to get rid of them, and I think it's going to co- cost the country like billions of dollars to kick them out. But yeah, yeah, who cares about that? We need to get them them illegals out of here because they're taking our gerbs. Them gosh darn ill eagles. Yeah, ruining and, my country. Uh, Kit, I I miss the days when they would complain about like Obama's suit. That was the big controversy <laughs> or how he bowed to the fucking Chinese uh, president or whatever he is dictator. Like I miss those days and not like, Oh, Hey, they're, we're going to get rid of all of the, all of the people under DACA. Nope. Nope. I, the, Trump is a piece of shit and we still have like three years. <sighs> 
anyway. if somebody with a rifle gets to work. Know what I'm saying, people? Don't, yeah, you do. No, uh, the views of Connor do not. The Nathan represent. Entertainment Reaton podcast totally condones. No, no, we don't. Presidential persons. We do not. We, we especially Nathan. We no, no. We we hope that Trump has a heart attack. We don't want to kill him. We just want to have him. Huh? If a 22 goes through someone's heart, they're gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did attack their heart. That is correct, but no, we do not. We do not condone that. That's bad. Ah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we. Uh, I'm glad we got that ironed out. So if somebody does do it, we're not liable now. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, this is a short podcast today. Not much to talk about. Um, Aurora, where can we find you? Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, you all. removed a bunch of stuff. I was surprised. Yeah, there was stuff that I was just like, and eh, no. You don't want to talk about the Equifax? Oh, shit. Thank you. I didn't have that loaded up for some reason. Equifax. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. It's like we're not a professional podcast. Um, Equifax. This Wow, we have a lot of shit just to complain about this week, don't we? So <laughs> Equifax, uh, you may have heard, 143 million people. <laughs> have had their social security number stolen because there was an Equifax breach in like March. Wait, yeah. uh, no, they discovered it in July 29th. So, um, well, they needed oh, wait, some no, no, time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, they did need some time to, uh, like to, to take a look and see, to, uh, do some insider trading and then, uh, also lobby, to make it to where they uh, couldn't get sued over it. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is some shit. So, Equifax, obviously, as we said, 143 million people, which is basically half the United States, has had at least some of their identity stolen. So, uh, social security numbers, credit statements, blah, 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 all that stuff has been sent into the ether. And then there were these three executives, douche nozzles, that the day before they announced what happened, sold $5 million collectively in stock. That does not sound like insider trading at all to me. How about you guys? No stuff. Seems legit and fine. That is uh, capitalism, and that's okay. Yeah, we all love capitalism here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're not Marxists. I'm I the more the more shit happens and people I know like are like, Oh, we're capitalism. Capitalism's great. I'm like, oh man, you're just making communism seem so much better. <laughs> um anyway, after Axelfax discovered a massive data breach that may have endangered the personal information up to two thirds of Americans uh, but before the company divulged the information, three executives sold their Equifax stock, according to Securities and Exchange Commission filings. Now, this article goes on to state that there is something that happens with a lot of these executives, is that they have it set up that on specific days, it will automatically sell a certain amount of stocks. The problem is, this wasn't one of those days. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, it says, as reported by Bloomberg News, Chief Financial Officer John Gamble, which really, that's his last name, <laughs> banked $946,374 on the sale. Uh, U.S. Information Solutions President Joseph Logren made 584000 and Consumer Information Solutions President Rodolfo Plodder earned 250000 in the same filing. Logren exercised an option to buy 3,000 shares at a price of $33.60. While Equifax did not return a call from MarketWatch on Thursday, the company's spokesperson Spokesperson told The Guardian and Gizmodo that the executives had no knowledge of the breach at the time they sold their shares. Of course not. (laughs) Right. Right. Most executives set up what is referred to as a 10B5A plan. I'm sorry. 10B51 plan to sell shares on regular schedules in order to avoid accusations of insider trading. Sales that are part of those plans are typically noted as on the SEC filings, but none of the Equifax executives said they were pre-scheduled. Uh, Equifax stocks plunged more than 13% in the hours trading following the announcement. Equifax shares were up 20% this year, double the S&P 50's index uh, year-to-date gain of 10.1%. So basically, they estimated it was going to be 10.1. It was actually 20%. Uh, The company hit an intraday record high of 147.2. So $147.02 on July 31st. So I'm going to think that's insider trading just from the sounds of it. Sure sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if you guys look, if you guys Google Equifax stock, it is amazingly awesome because it's just, it's going up, it's going up, and then just a direct line down. (laughs) So what you're saying is buy Equifax now. Yeah, it's going to go back up. That's the shitty thing is that it is going to go back up. So I think it's $120 right now. Uh, I would wait it. Right, by like... Well, yeah, you could you could wait a couple of days, but as soon as it starts showing any signs of life again, yeah, like if you've got the money, you could buy that shit. I'm sure you'd you'd double it by the end of this. Man, I Let's wish see. I knew anything about stocks. Uh, <laughs> it stayed pretty steady at 123 so far. Um, in the last few days, so it hasn't it hasn't really gone up. Uh, yet, but. It's it's pretty stable. So if you have, you know, money to invest, now might be the time to invest in Equifax stock. Because th- even if you look at this, uh they're still they're still going up. So but I just I love that line where it just cuts off. Uh what do you guys think about all of your identity being stolen? Uh mine was supposedly fine. Really? Uh, supposedly, oh, okay. uh, they 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 released a a tool, that right? Is right. Supposed supposed to be able to tell you, hey, uh, yeah, you were probably part of the breach. Here, have some free identity theft protection. So However, I don't want to be a bummer. Uh, some people are saying that those tools are just giving randomly generated numbers. Yeah, uh, yeah, they are. Um, that's actually what I was about to say. Was it? However, uh. 
I saw a couple of tweets saying that you could put for your the last eight of your social one two three four five six or last four or six of your social one two three four five six and then your n- last name as just test and it still says yeah you could have been part of this here have some identity theft protection and yeah. also that the the free identity theft protection that it signs you up for automatically renews after a year oh of course it does also so also oh, go ahead well, I was going to say, they're, they're making money off of you fucking losing a big part of, of you. Also, 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 which is the thing that pisses me off, is if you use their tool, you waive your right to sue. That too. Yeah. That's not okay. No. Yeah. So, so. we should, uh, again, never a controversial podcast. We at the Read Entertainment Podcast think we should take the Equifax execs and hang them. And then uh, no, I don't think bodies. no, because that's that, quick. Th- that's Nathan's words. No, no, <laughs> no. That's... Here's a quote. <laughs> uh, what I'm going to say is that I never said that, and that would be way too quick. Oh, uh, well said. Well said. Yeah, I, I I just think that this further exemplifies something I've said for a long time, which is it is absolutely insane that we have three massive global corporations that are essentially the gods of money yeah like they're they're higher than than bank they're higher than the fucking your your i don't know what what it what is it called i finance groups that make money in countries like they're bigger than governments so, so I want to say one thing that you can do, and this is something that uh, I've looked into. I haven't done it, but you can freeze your credit. You can. And I would go and freeze my credit if I were if if you're worried about this, go and freeze your credit for the time being because it, it won't go up. I don't think, but also it won't go down. <laughs> Uh, and well, it, then, it, um, it won't be it, it won't be affected at all right and so um, what, it, if, if the only thing it does is it prevents um, it prevents new lines of credit from being established so right. people can still run uh, credit checks on you I believe but they can't actually open a new account until right. um, until you, the freeze is lifted the yeah. only way to lift the freeze is to call the uh, credit company however or credit bureau uh however the problem with that is that if somebody has stolen your identity they could just call the credit bureau and and go hey uh can you lift this freeze and then three days later it's gone and you don't get any notification of it i wonder if you can set it up with like a passcode um might be able to yeah because if you're able to to do a pass social engineer social engineering (laughs) could easily fuck you on that well right right i i completely agree but i'm just i'm just trying to give options okay man yeah i know so also keep in mind that statistically uh you're not gonna have any real problems um yeah i think uh, i think i read it was either 90 or 95 percent of all massive data breaches uh, just result in somebody trying to use your credit card 
actually using your identity to open new lines of credit and stuff is very rare. It's probably easily easier to track. Well, yeah, and also that turns into like you have the FBI going going after you at that point, and yeah. most of the time, the the actual data breach guys, those are hardcore criminals, but then they sell it to nobodies, yeah, and those yeah. nobodies are not going to even bother. That's how uh, that's how Roa bought his last car, actually. Uh, yeah, that's that's why I pay for it every month because <laughs> I used a stolen credit card to yeah you use somebody stolen identity and you're like i don't want to hurt his credit <laughs> i just really needed this car i just have bad credit and i needed to get this car some guy in louisiana is <laughs> like i don't know what's going on but my credit score is great now <laughs> <laughs> and apparently i have a new car well, that's cool <clears throat> i don't know when that car's coming but they said it was coming <laughs> but um anyway so yeah, yeah, watch watch all of your accounts closely. Watch your any bank account that you have because uh Equifax uh, internet security sucks dick apparently. Um also, I mean, I have identity theft protection. Um right. And while the the actual the actual like uh, uh, reasoning for it isn't really that sound because again statistically you're not going to really have that much problem um and most of the time the stuff that they do is stuff that you could do yourself anyway yeah. uh like if you don't want to pay for it any theft protection in all seriousness using something like credit karma is more than good enough yeah um you just use that check your credit every week or so and if you notice something weird happening, then that that's whenever you get a freeze on your credit, you contact, you know, the whoever took out that or, you know, what whatever company has that line of credit. Um, I think I think if you if you get a new line of credit established that you that it was fraudulently established or somebody steals your credit card, you are legally federally only liable for about 50 bucks worth of of the damages you good because uh i could see the trump administration trying to take that away anyway uh have i told you guys about me making my friend's credit score go down like 24 points Uh, because it was because you sent his credit card company balloon porn pictures no no (laughs) sounds like something nathan would do uh, my friend, my friend Carly, uh, she got into an accident a long time ago, uh, a couple years now. And anyway, she owed f- roughly $80,000 in hospital bills. And so she ended up filing for bankruptcy because fuck that noise. And so her credit's shit. So what I, I decided to do is I was like, Hey, let me add you onto my credit card. They'll send me a new credit card. I'll, I'll chop it up so that way you'll get the benefit of me paying my credit card on time it's because I always pay my credit card. And then you didn't? No, I, I did pay it. I, I I paying on it, but I then went and bought an HTC Vive, oh. and 
it so it showed her at like my my credit having my credit helped her her points quite a bit but what happened was i bought the vive and it said that like her available credit limit was like percentage wise all messed up and so it tanked her credit by like 24 points in one month (laughs) whoops and so she's calling people and she's like, I think my mom started a credit card in my name again because my mom's a bitch. And so she's calling her mom and she's calling her sister and trying to figure out what's going on. And she eventually calls up the credit agency and is talking to them for quite a while before eventually they say, oh, yeah, it looks like somebody added your name to their card. And she's like, is it fucking Nathan? And they're like, yeah. She's like, uh, and they're like, do you want us to take your name off of there? And she's like, no, it's fine. And then she called me up and she's like, what do you spend $800 on? <laughs> and so I was like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. So I helped tank my friend's, tank my friend's credit, but thankfully it's already going back up. I just thought that was, that was pretty awesome. Anyway, now we're done with the podcast. And now I'm going to ask Aroa, where can we find you online? I got that Twitter at Aroa, and I got an Instagram at Aroa1337. I uh, got a YouTube that's also at that same username. I uh, got a Twitch that's also at that username. Uh, maybe I'll use Mixer again someday. That's Aroa. Do and it. Then, uh, Mixer's the best. And then I've got uh, satanoscillate.tumblr.com my music blog that i update periodically and uh what about you connor the cyberpunk monk besh i can be found at twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk that's all i want to give you today okay you can find nathan reeton's Ruth at reeton everywhere i'm reeton on twitch i am reeton on twitter i am reeton on youtube um i'm reeton on beam you can find me on youtube as well at uh, reeton entertainment so youtube.com forward slash Retin Entertainment, all one word. Uh, you can find the podcast if you look up Retin Podcast on the Google Play Store, or if you look up Retin Podcast on the iOS App Store, you will find the podcast there. You can press the little subscribe button and it'll be downloaded every week after we update. Uh, I want to thank you guys for being here today. Did I miss anything? I don't think I missed anything this time. I did miss talking about a game I played this week. What game? Elite Dangerous. I bought it like two hours before we started the podcast. I think I need to set my Vive to be, you know, not full tracking mode, just to be seated mode, because I was constantly clipping through myself. Yep, that'll Uh, happen. That will happen. As soon as I fix that issue, I'd be happy to play it some more. Oh, man. You should play Super Hot. Have you played that? Super Hot Yeah, I've already beaten that. Oh, my God. It's such a good game. Anyway, that's the best VR game I've played. Super hot it, VR. Uh, yeah. I yeah. like Arizona Sunshine a whole lot. I haven't played that one. I'm I'm in a part right now where because yeah, I used to dual wield weapons akimbo style. It was awesome. Now I'm in a part where one of my weapons has to be a flashlight. And goodness, this game is spoopy. Cool, cool. Maybe I'll I try that get out that on PSVR. Is that yeah? Maybe I'll get that on on Steam. How much is it? Like thirty bucks or something like that. I don't know. Eh, I'll wait until it's on sale. <laughs> It'll never go on sale. So it, will. Do, it will. I do think that would be worth it, though. It's Maybe. also got multiplayer that I'd be interested in trying. Ooh, 
Ooh. Okay. I will talk to you guys later. Um, bye. Bye.